0: Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back. Welcome back welcome back, welcome back. welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Did you miss me? I got that from Martin. So, um, welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy Drewski, where our connection continues to connect so clearly a bitch been off for two weeks right (laughs) and give no type of warning but I did give you a warning last week letting you know what happened so um yeah so I was I was going to record a show and my voice started to go and it's not really fully back right now but for the most part it's back but I, I still have some little you know in my voice a little bit why I do that? I don't know. But anyway, um, my voice was gone for like for six days. Like it was sounding crazy, as they would you know, as the girls like to say. Um, and I was drinking tea. I was sucking lemons. pores, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was cough drops. I was taking therapy. I was trying to take everything to get this voice back. Not just for the podcast, but just because, like, for your everyday, for your everyday use, <laughs> for every day, like, you don't, you don't realize how much you use your, your voice because it's like you just talk, you know what I mean? And it, it just made me feel like, well, wow, like, think about all of the people that can't speak. Like, I was realizing how frustrating it was to speak to people. Like, people were calling me and I had to whisper, or if I was talking to David and he was not understanding me. Like, I would send him a text. And it was getting to the point where it was, like, very annoying. And, and like, I would avoid phone calls. So I was like, oh, I can't talk. Like, it's too much. And then on top of that, I still had to do my job. And a part of my job is speaking. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like I just sit at home and don't talk to people. Or, um, and I'm not a customer service rep. Let's just get that clear. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But, um... I paid my dues. But anyway, um what was I saying? Yeah. So I just needed to make sure that I was uh resting my voice, drinking the tea, and making sure that, you know, I wasn't going overboard. So I was trying to like use my voices, you know, as little as possible. And um when it was time to do the podcast, I was just like, There's no way. Like that first week there was no way I was going to be able to do the podcast. So um, unfortunately, I couldn't even put anything out to say, hey, you know, there's not going to be a podcast because I lost my voice because it was going to sound crazy. Then I thought about having somebody else recorded for me, but I was like, no, I'll just do it myself. And then obviously the second week, um, my voice was back, but it wasn't as strong as it is now. So I didn't want to do a lot of talking to like strain it. And the next thing you know, a bitch's horse again. And I'm sounding, you know, crazy, as they like to say. Um, But, yeah, I'm happy to report that. Like I said, I think I'm probably about 90% there. You know, I think I still have, like, a little bit of a cold. Um, I didn't have COVID or anything. But it was just, I don't know, it just came out of nowhere. And I never lost my voice for that long before. So, you know, you start thinking about all of these crazy things. Like, what if it never comes back? Like... You know, like, I just, I guess now that I'm getting older, I start to think the most craziest things. Like, so what if I have to, like, learn sign language, which I think that's something that I should just do anyway. But, um, what if I couldn't speak, you know? Now I have to completely learn how to, you know, do ASL and learn this and blah, blah, blah. Like, my brain just was all over the place. And I was like, Drew, calm the fuck down. You're going to be able to speak again. Relax. Shut the fuck up, stop Anthony's phone calls, and do what you have to do. And clearly, that's what I did. Um, so, yeah, that's what's really been going on for the past few weeks. There's been some, some other things. I, I know some people are like, interested in the forced to care stuff, but unfortunately, like I can't really talk about it that heavily. What I will say is that it's a challenge, is <laughs> what I'll say. It's definitely a challenge. It's uh. It's, it's a lot at some, at some point. You know, there's a lot of work. Um, I actually got a request to talk about foster care. And, you know, I, I don't, maybe I'll make that like a bonus episode or something. I'm not too sure. Excuse me. Where I talk strictly about, you know, how to even just enroll and how to sign up and what, all the steps you had to do as far as in the state of New Jersey, what we had to do. Um, to become licensed and all of that, um, just so people can know. And then just also like some little things to be aware of, some things that you need to ask. And, you know, by no means am I an expert, you know, I literally, we just literally got licensed in May of 2022. We began the prog- the process in August. Was it August? No, it was July of 2021 is when we started the process. So clearly, it almost took a whole year, and by no means was it any fault of ours. A lot of it is really, you know, the state, It's how slow they move, you know what I mean? And I was just like, wow, Like I didn't think that this process was going to take so long. But um, it did, but we finally got licensed, and now we're here, and now we're available to take children, and such and such, and it's definitely been um, a journey to do this, Um so, sorry, I got a text message. Um. So yeah, so that's that said on that. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to, uh, get into a few topics about what's happening. And one of the topics actually is a little. It touches a little bit. One well, doesn't touch on foster care, but it's it's actually about. Um, it, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard about it. it was the twin the twins that was in? Cypress, Texas, that was um, locked up in a. I believe it was a. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. They were locked up in that laundry room, for, X amount of days because their mother was deciding not to. How could I? How could I be nice about? She didn't want to be a parent. You know what I mean? I mean, I think she did want to be a parent because she was a parent to some of the other children. So it appears that she had about seven children, don't quote me. And she had two twins that was about 16 years of age. The rest of the children were a little bit younger. All of the younger children were fine. They were around the house eating. These two, uh, these two teenagers though, they were definitely male. They they looked well, I'm gonna say that. That's not right. great. They were very, they needed help. That's what we'll say. They needed help. They were handcuffed, so obviously their wrists were swollen. They had bruises over the, all over their bodies. It was a lot happening in this situation with these twins, and the mother was basically leaving them in this laundry room to starve, and no one knew anything. And uh, they had moved from Louisiana where the mother had a CPS case. I don't know if that case was open or closed. I'm not sure. The media has not released that information, but she left the state of Louisiana, and move to Texas, and I don't even think they had been there even a month, and I'm just saying to myself, like, if there was a case in Texas, or, I mean, in Louisiana, why weren't the authorities alerted that they were moving to a different state? You know what I mean? And clearly, something was happening where these teens were not... (sighs) It makes me a little emotional because I just feel like when you get into, especially once you get into foster care and you hear a lot of these situations that these children these children are put in. And by no means am I bashing the parents or anything like that because, you know, sometimes things happen and sometimes people don't have the, the resources. But in this situation, clearly, this woman was willing and able and because she was taking care of five of the other children that were younger these two teenage children i don't understand why they were locked up and treated like animals i don't understand it for the life of me and these are the children that you birth and i'm like why would you treat why would you treat anyone like this you know what i mean like why and then you're 40 years old you have a 26 year old boyfriend and you um you're treating your children like this then once, so the kids escaped, obviously the teenage children escaped, and then they went and start, start knocking on doors because obviously they were trying to get away from their mother, you know what I'm saying, and people weren't letting them in, which let's think about it, in today's climate, like if I'm sitting here in my house right now, like I have cameras at the front of my house and the back of my house, so if someone was to ring my doorbell or knock on my back door, I could look at my phone and see exactly Who's there, right? I can talk to you through the camera. Hey, what's going on? So a lot of these people were doing the same thing. This was what happened in Texas. They were ringing doorbells. People were saying, how can I help you? And they were saying, we need help. We need to come in. We need we, we, we need tired. We need to lay down. And obviously, they're children, so I don't think they could even articulate what they probably needed to say. It was like, oh, we need help. Our mother is doing blank or whatever. And even if that probably was the case... A lot of people weren't going to open their door because you just never know what's going on. It's three o'clock in the morning and these two random people are at your door. You're probably not going to open it either. So um, this one lady decided to open a door. She was a nurse in um, ICU. So I think because she had so kind of like they looked... She knew that like, something was wrong. Like, so I think that she was like, okay, let me let them in because they, something doesn't look right. Like, And I, and thank God because if if maybe she would have said no, who knows what would have happened. Maybe they would have ultimately said, oh my God, we have to go back because we're going to be stuck out here. You know what I mean? So she let them in. Obviously, she gave them some food. Then she called the cops. CPS got involved. During all of this happening, I guess the mother and the boyfriend was made aware that they escaped. So they went on the run. And then obviously they eventually got caught and now they're going through whatever they're going through. But I just thought that it was important to share that if you don't want children, there are options. There are so many families that are willing to take children. Figure it out. Do something. But to lock kids up or to mistreat people just because you think that you can, think want the trauma that those kids have to go through. Like... You, I don't care who you are. Most people want a relationship with their mother, right? Most people want a relationship with their mother. Imagine what they have to go through knowing that their mother did this to them. And now I have to have to have to grow up. You're probably going to be in prison for some time. And I just hope they're able to forgive. I hope so. And move on. And maybe not. Maybe they won't. And maybe they'll become... I don't, you know I I, Like I know what to say But obviously you don't want to say it Because it's just like It's difficult It's difficult and I'll leave it there It's difficult Alright so let's discuss Names Names, names, names So you know you you go to you go to an event and you know, you're obviously I'm married, so I'm used to people saying, Oh, Drew has a friend, <laughs> you know, but I almost feel like I'm tired of the whole friend thing. This is not a friend, he's my husband, I'm his husband. It should be introduced properly, correct? And it's like I had, I was at an event recently and I kept getting introduced as partner and Recently at work They was oh, how's your partner? And I'm like now I don't typically have an issue with it, but I feel like When it's a straight couple the person will say oh, how's your wife? How's your husband? They don't say oh, how's your partner? Which leads me to this is completely this is a little off topic, but it's on topic. I remember when I first started my job We had met this woman I'm laughing inside I'm laughing inside because we met this woman while we when we first started, and one of my good dear friends she was the other lady was talking to us, and she was like, Oh yeah, like and if you looked at her, I mean, she was very tall, brolic shoulders, you know, she definitely gave you lesbian vibes, and it was like hmm, is she a lesbian? I don't think she's a lesbian. So then she was like, yeah, me and my partner um, were trying to figure something out. So I was like, oh, she's a lesbian. Jeez. She said partner. Like, no one says partner. You say boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, right? That's what most people say. And I noticed that gay people might say partner or they might, just so they don't have to, like, go into all of the details and all of that other extra bullshit. So... I was like, oh, she's gay, I guess, whatever. So then one day, we were at like lunch and we were all hanging out. And she was like, yeah, um, because my son, such and such, such. Now, obviously, she had a son. So clearly, at some point, she took dick, right? So I'm like, oh, she's just a lesbian now. So then she was like, yeah, my son, da-da-da-da-da-da. And we, something with church. And she was like, yeah, because my partner, like, he needs to figure out I'm like, he? Bitch, what? <laughs> so, of course, I'm like, well, maybe he transitioned. Who knows? But then with speaking to her, she, I was like, oh, my God, this whole time I thought you were a lesbian because you kept saying partner. And she was like, oh, no, he's a man. Like, no, he's a man. He's a real man. (laughs) Like, and she made it very clear. And I was like, wow. Like, I wonder why she said, she used the word partner. She was like, he's my partner because he's not my husband. And I don't like baby father or I don't like boyfriend. I don't like that title. So I understood where she was coming from. But I do feel like when it comes to me now, when it comes to me, I just feel like if you're going to meet my husband or my spouse, I would never say this is my partner. So... Why do people say partner or friend when that's not the case? You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it's almost like we have to educate people. like just I say that if it's a woman that's her wife, that's his husband. Like why is it that people are embarrassed or do they not know what to say? And I'm not going to fault people on what, not to say because let's be honest, it's a lot happening with this whole LGBTQ plus community. There's some shit that I'm still like, wait, what? You know what I mean? So I can understand that someone that's not affiliated with the community, they might have a difficult time on how do I address it? How do I say things? And I'm just like, so should I just start correcting people? Typically, I will. Like, so someone says, oh, this is the partner. I'm like, oh, I'm his husband. So you understand. Like, partner, no, 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 We ain't partners, bitch. We went down. Well, we ain't go down no aisle. But <laughs> we signed those official papers. And this is my husband, so I don't want him to feel belittled or I don't want to feel belittled like I'm a partner. Cause I feel like once you get that title, like you hold it and you like you're proud to have that title. So why should I have to be a partner or a friend? And then I know some people probably saying, Drew, who cares? Like, you know what you are. People say what they wanna say, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like we just need to all just be like accepting and Respect everyone, and I understand. Again, like I said before, some people might not know what to say. They might not want to say "husband." Maybe they thought, "Oh wait, is that too much?" Like, w- what can I say, especially at the workplace? But um, you know, when he, I also said when he said your partner, I said, "Yeah, my husband is um, he's good." Like, blah blah blah. We were talking about some shit that you know that I'm not talking about on a podcast, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, "Yeah, my husband, he's good," and he was like, oh, "Okay, cool, da 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 da," and that was it. But I just wondered, I was just like, I wonder, like, why do people do that? So maybe you guys can help me and you can help the people understand why people say (laughs) partner and friend when it's a same-sex couple. So I'm going to put this out here and say this. I feel like when dealing with me, I'm not going to speak for all of the community, but I feel like when dealing with me, just address them as a husband. Address me as a husband. Don't address me as the partner or the friend. And we'll be good to go. So can we talk about inflation really quick? Because wait, let me adjust this maybe. Hopefully don't it's not too loud. Inflation. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> because I literally went into into the store the other day and eggs was damn near six dollars for a dozen and I'm saying to myself what is happening with this world what is happening and you know I think about my parents and I think about my grandparents and saying I I remember my grandfather told me like when he first came to uh, New York he said he had stopped at a White Castle and the burgers were a nickel. And, you know, I, I can't remember how old he probably Maybe he was like about 16 or something like that. So I guess that was in... um What year was he born? 1938? Okay, so let's just say it was the 50s, right? 48, right. Let's just say it was the 50s. So now we're in the 2020s. And I mean, I guess if the, the burgers were a nickel then, and now they're a $1.05 now, I believe, for a White Castle burger... Um, which, you know, that's not terrible, that's not terrible, but a nickel versus a dollar, it's a whole dollar more. Um, but think about like housing. Like I just was looking at a house, I think it was sold in 1930 something and the house was like $7,000 for a three bedroom, one bath house. And I'm like, it, it almost makes you go, What? And it also like I feel like also when you really think about it, like what like like I know we can get into markets and we can get into all types of things and but if you really think about it, if there's two of the same houses that have the same amount of bedrooms and bathrooms and the same square footage, what makes house A course more than house B, especially if it has the same exact type of design inside, same cabinets, granite, whatever you have, countertops. All of that is the same. What makes that house more? And you look at it sometimes, like you look at some of these properties, like I'll talk about the one, a property that I had in Georgia. So my property, I ended up selling for 229000 And I recall that someone, this is not going to be a good example, but someone that was selling um, at the top of the, uh, comp, at the top of the I said, subdivision, I a complex subdivision. They were selling theirs for 214000 So, mine was obviously a little bit more because I had an in-unit, whatever, whatever. But when you really think about it, if it's not an in-unit or whatever, it may make more sense for them to be priced about the same, right? But I almost feel like it's greed. It's really about everyone trying to make the most money, right? Or do the most that they can do. And I get it, like, when it comes to, like, the eggs and stuff that... Gas has gone up so clearly they have to figure out, okay, well where can we make up, you know, the cost to getting this getting these eggs to these stores so the people can buy it and we have to pay X amount of people to get these eggs here so you could go into the store and buy it on top of paying for lights and da 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 da. But it's almost like it shouldn't like food be free? <laughs> like aren't y'all with me? I'm tired of paying for food. I'm tired of going to the grocery store. And you see a pack of chicken wings in that bitch for $20. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is cra- It's outrageous that we are here. And I'm just like, wow, what's going to happen in the future? You know, when, when I'm long gone, like, is a pack of chicken one day going to cost 50 bucks? You know? And I'm pretty sure it probably will. But my God, I don't know. It's so weird out here, and it's so... I shouldn't say it's weird. It's its inflation. That's what it's called. I'm just... I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired of increases. Can we get a decrease? Even when you look at your taxes that you pay, you know, for... And, you know, your income taxes. That's steadily going up. And, like, I know for us as a government employee, you just get this nice little raise. And I'm like, well, you know, yes, we're appreciative, but, yeah, we're getting a raise because of inflation. So, really, it just balances... Balances itself out, and that's not really a win for us because then my income tax go up. I go into a new tax tax bracket, which is fucking crazy, you know. But listen, you know, when I the part of me, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is because I always wanted to, you know, try to educate people, inspire people, and, um, you know, have a need to know. And I wanted to bring up this last point. And the reason why I said that first is because I had, um, I was talking with someone and they was talking about, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, And I know I talked about this on this podcast before and they were talking about um, American Horror Story and how, you know, it's almost like the gay community is like glorifying that everyone was into sex and... You know, blah blah blah. So clearly, we weren't there. I mean, some of you bitches were there, but I wasn't. But <laughs> but no. Um, I think that that's it's it's a. How do you put it? I think it's a. It's a true. It's a true version of events is what i'll say i feel like because if you look at it i feel like most men that come up in this gay community it's very sex driven you know what i'm saying like most of the time when you and i'll be the first to raise my hand when i was coming up everyone was just trying to fuck let's be honest and even today like talking to my single friends oh i see the whole asshole on whatever apps that they're on well, I see the whole dingaling and da 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 da. So that's just what it's always been about. So to me, I feel like well, I don't understand why people are are getting a little butt hurt about that, because it's an accurate depiction of what's going on. Because that shit is still happening today. That men tend to just want sex, and they go out and they're looking for sex, and that's just what that's just what it is. Now, as far as like that other shit with Jeffrey Trump, that's something completely different. So I wasn't really talking about that part, but I was also talking about, I guess they call it cruising, or they called it cruising back then, where you would go in and you would look for men and you would do what you do, and that was the end of it. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like if that was a fact, then why are we trying to erase that? Because clearly that's what's happening today. People are trying to get their rocks off. They're trying to do what they want to do. So when I said I the to that, listen... You need, to be, you need to be protecting yourself out here when you're doing these things with these random people. You know, obviously, you should not be having raw, unprotected sex. I think also that, you know, just for me, I think that you should probably know the person. Like, maybe know their first and last name, potentially a birth date, maybe. You know, I don't knock anybody that do what you do. What you do. But I'm just saying, for me, I think that it's important to know some of these things because you just never know you having sex with somebody or you're in somebody's bed and something happens and they go, well, who's the person that lives here? And you go, oh, I don't know. I just met him at the club. You know, it just speaks volumes. Um, so I always feel like, you know, and I feel like there's always so many different type of support groups and there's, you know, there's the gay men health crisis that you could reach out to that could potentially help you, um, you know, if you need some help with trying to navigate uh, you know, just being a gay man, and you're you're just struggling. Cause I understand, like, and I feel like it's it's for it's for all ages. It's not just oh, I'm a teenager and I'm struggling with this situation. Cause l- let's be clear, a lot of you motherfuckers out there, forty five and fifty five, and you bitches are still in the motherfucking closet because you're scared to come out. And the reason why I'm talking like this to you because you bitches is old and you know better. But I will definitely be lighter with you face-to-face, but at the same time, come on now, we're grown, we're all grown here, like, you shouldn't be worried about what the next person's thinking, what you're doing with your penis or your butthole, if you're doing anything with those things, you know what I'm saying, so, that's a whole other topic, but I just wanted to always, like, I feel like we just need to uplift each other, and I feel like, You know, sometimes within a community, I know with gay men, sometimes you don't feel that way. And a lot of people feel like even like going into like if you go into a gay event, it's like people are staring at you. you No one is like, oh, hey, what's up? Unless you know them. And it's like we're supposed to be a community or supposed to be like, oh, we have all of these different type of, you know, doors and buildings we got to knock down. You would think that we would embrace each other a little bit easier, you know, or we would, you know, like, yeah, well, how can I help you? you new to town what's going on without trying to fuck the person? Like, come on. But you know, that's the way fucking goes. Woo-hoo! That's the way it goes. I can't say, but anyway, that's this, that's the show. Okay. I'm going to like leave it there. I appreciate you guys for tuning in um, and listening to the show and supporting the podcast. Please feel free to share, comment, tell a friend to tell another friend, and tell that bitch to listen again and come on back. Thank you guys for listening to Drew Presents, and I'll catch you guys next time, next week, back with a stronger motherfucking voice.